Welcome to the CareerCast podcast, where each week we bring you industry-tested resources and strategies to help you find your professional purpose and to build an evolving career. Every Friday on this show, high-performing professionals, artists, entrepreneurs and more will answer your questions on how to build yourself, gain skills and create career-pivoting experiences. Thank you for coming back. This is episode 5 of the Career Cast hosted by me Shrivats and Krishna Raj. Last week we talked to Navin about photojournalism. All right, so we want to get back to sports in today's episode by talking about another aspect of the industry that you might have overlooked. Health and fitness aggregator Gympic estimates that there are around 20,000 gyms across the country and if you are one of the millions of people who do visit these fitness centers chances are that you've come across a coach and that's kind of what we're going to talk to uh, about today right we've got performances sports performance is an extremely important part of pro athletes and uh, that's where our guest today dhruv comes in he's a strength and conditioning coach and someone who works with a lot of athletes to get the best out of them Yeah, a certified specialist Dhruv Balraman works with uh, the Rohan Bopanna Tennis Academy called Fitness and now with the Kochi Blue Spikers or you know which they actually perform in the prime volleyball league. So we welcome you Dhruv. It's amazing to have you on the show. Hey guys, uh, first of all, thank you so much for having me on the show. Uh, so good talking to both of you. Um, I think we've all all come a long way since uh, we were classmates in university, and uh, yeah, very, very, very happy to be here. That's amazing, man. Yeah, ever since we've been classmates together in Christ, I think we've always seen you as this athlete and a you know somebody who's always on the field in love with sports. So, how did you even decide to get into coaching? You know, what was it something you always wanted to do, or did you just like discover that very recently? Um, so, I think the answer for that is uh, in parts, like. one thing you're right about is yes i've always been very very passionate about sport um i've always watched a lot of sport i think a lot of credit for that goes to my uh, father uh, we've spent like basically my whole childhood both of us just uh, watching talking living sport together so um the household has always been sport i've always been outdoors um, playing sport so sport in that way has always been part of my life um but again coaching not so much but um when we were in uh, university um again that was probably the first time when i actually started thinking about what i would want to do as a career and um, sport was one of the things that it always remained constant like i think even assignments and stuff like that even though we did a um ba degree and we did communication and media english psychology and uh, i still found a way to make all of our assignments about sport <laughs> so, <laughs> so i yeah. think i think that was uh, that, that, that i mean that's how i knew i always wanted to do sport but um coaching per se came up again while i was still in undergrad um so i was um, you mentioned cult yeah that was that was the yeah. first place i actually worked at um Mm-hmm. but i actually started off there uh, as a member i used to go and work out there i was one of their first few members uh, ever which was i think 2016 um sometime when we were yeah. i think in our first or second year and then um 
around a year later again i think they just sort of saw that i spent half my life in the gym so um <laughs> that's when uh, that's when they came up and asked me if i wanted to uh, work part time with them so that's how i started coaching first so i used to spend my evenings uh, after college uh, just uh, you know doing one or two sessions uh, helping out with coaching i started like that then i started leading sessions doing sessions by myself and um, so i ended up spending almost 3 years at um, cult wow. um, so which was again uh, it's always an experience i always be happy for because that's uh, one of the, that's where i initially started coaching otherwise i would never have started strength and conditioning especially so that's where the coaching career started but um, and then if i have to talk about how i moved into sports science that all of that started only in the final year of our uh, undergrad because that's mm-hmm. when i really started thinking you know am i going to do something with my undergrad degree or am i going to figure something else out so one of the things that i started or just chanced upon was again i was trying to look at certification then how to build my portfolio as a coach um, if that makes sense and um, i came across the option of uh, doing a you know a degree in sports science and sports science up till then was something again i think i don't know if it's just me or us as indians especially have not had much information about i would say like i didn't know yeah. that you could do a degree in sports science until the final year of our undergrad so yeah. um, so you at this way, point you were actively looking for uh, colleges right like you you would making sure that you had like a lot of discovery going on with this yeah exactly and yeah exactly exactly so that's what i mean again but i i would still say the way i discovered it was sort of just up to chance because mm. i was just find looking for certification and stuff like that and then also found that you know doing a masters degree might be an option uh, one thing i was clear about was i didn't want to do another undergrad degree and waste another 3 years uh, mm. i say waste but i didn't want to spend another 3 years in the money and the effort and the time so then then i finally arrived at looking at sports science courses and then that started the process of uh, you know uh, looking at courses uh, saying you know this is what i want to do or uh, these are the sort of things that seem to interest me and um, that was how i really got into um, sports science strength and conditioning and you know uh, performance training for athletes uh, that that's where that journey began yeah so you went to university of uh, portsmouth right so how did you identify exactly like how do you you know what was your process like for choosing this um, uh, you know this university how did you like line up your candidates you know in terms of where will you want to go and then you know how important is it to have foreign education for your career so first of all um, very very lengthy process at least for me um, in terms of first finding out how to apply for such a course what sort of course to apply for and um, also got to say like none of this would have been possible without like all the support i've had from my family um, especially my mother um, i think she spent um, as many hours if not more researching and um, studying and finding out courses um, i think to the point that she probably would have been able to do the degree along with me uh, <laughs> that's that's how much time and work she put in so yeah. um 
obviously that family um, support makes a big big difference but yeah like a lot of time was spent just you know google search after google search after google search um, um, mm-hmm. looking at specific courses within universities i think in hindsight and i also did visit some uh, educational counselors and stuff like that but what i did find out was it was tough to find the exact course i was searching for through an educational consultant be- simply because the field that i was looking at is highly specific sports science is something that most education consultants don't understand and um yeah. what what was typically happening was they would say you know there's a sports management degree here there's a sports uh, advertising degree here there's a sports data analytics degree here so um and i was quite clear that i wanted to do strength and conditioning or sports science so that process took a lot of time uh, i think the whole of our third year of college just went in uh, looking at courses and finding out what are the sort of courses i could apply for um that was how i did all of it um again it may not have been the most uh, efficient way it probably it definitely wasn't but i think the good part was it it gave, it made sure that i really went through courses one by one and um, you know really found the one that i wanted to do the most and that makes a lot of difference um mm-hmm. and then the second problem there was i you guys know we we, we did a ba in communication and media english and psychology yeah. and then to make the jump from a ba to an msc uh, yeah. at least in my head who is going to accept uh, um, my application yeah, yeah yeah so then what i did find out was a lot of universities abroad um, are open to picking up applicants as long as they have um, basically you need to demonstrate that you have the knowledge base and the expertise at least at an undergrad level or the equivalent Hmm. to go and do that master's degree so yeah. that was the next challenge so it that was again a lot of hours of writing sops and although those were very painstaking processes at the time i'm hmm. very thankful that i did all of those things because those are the things that also apart from the fact that those are the things that helped me um get get admission those are also the things that taught me that you know this is what i really want to do um so that yeah. was the next phase of all of that sops work experience i had about 3 years of work experience at cult and um the third thing was certifications um and like so, some of them were smaller certifications some of them were more relevant certification but all certification then smc experience nonetheless which was what eventually led to me getting offers from a bunch of universities in fact i i was i initially i was, I, I was like i'd be happy if one university gets back but um, eventually like i got a bunch of offers and i think the last question that you asked um, how important is it to have a foreign degree or a degree from a foreign university again i would say that in hindsight like i think the most important thing is to find out whether that degree will help you in terms of what you want to do in the future or it will help you find out what you want to do in the future um, in terms of the fact that foreign education especially for an indian is expensive time consuming yeah. all of that i think it's important to be sure that you actually want to do that degree and that comes from looking at the courses the modules within the degree contacting people within the university and really putting in that extra effort because it might be you know 20 50 60 hours of work from your end uh, but it might save you 
tens or hundred lakhs or whatever of rupees in and time later on before before you go and uh, get into a course abroad so i think finding out whether the course has value for what you want to do and your situation specifically is the most important thing when uh, thinking about doing a university uh, degree in a university abroad mm-hmm. that made that makes a lot of uh, sense and a lot of difference because you also started early to look for your uh, colleges for masters you started in third year itself so that's actually a very good head start uh, that much amount of leg work is very much important yeah indeed and i think uh, what you've achieved is is quite interesting because you graduated right at the uh, point of the pandemic when the pandemic broke out right and i remember uh, you know first thing to close were all the gyms and the sports centers and you know cricket football everything just shut down so what was that experience like for you when you came back to india and then you suddenly found okay i have this degree i know i want to do this thing but there's no way for me to practice and how did you you know get your break in into the industry very good question uh, first of all i think the there was a lot of frustration a lot of anxiety there was a lot of um, uncertainty um, because i had no idea what i was going to do the moment the pandemic hit because i think the day it hit especially the day it really hit hit me was when they actually shut down the university by which time they had closed off flights to india uh, the other thing was i hadn't finished my degree yet i still had a couple of modules to uh, submit i had my dissertation to submit um, which i had to completely change from what i had initially planned um, which was again a lot of hard work so i guess but in some ways i guess it was good because i had something to focus on immediately after coming back to india so the first thing was just to try and finish my degree um, i think by september 2020 uh, was when i submitted my uh, dissertation and that was the last thing uh, for my undergrad degree uh, after that yeah that the sort of job hunt did start but um i was very very lucky um in finding a job almost immediately uh and uh, believe it or not i found that job through instagram uh, <laughs> so a friend of mine uh, a couple of good friends of mine who i play football with uh, from bangalore um just literally um, sent across an instagram story um where uh, my current uh, boss uh, chelsin pinto um was advertising for a role at uh, ron bopanna tennis academy for a strength and conditioning coach um uh, so i basically just dm'd him uh, on instagram just straight off the bat um and uh, we just uh, had a conversation on the phone after that uh, did a sort of mini interview i went in i visited the center and then that's how i got my first job i've been there now for over a year and a half i think i think i oh, yeah over a year and a half so that's how i got uh, my first role it's um, it's been like a, a wild ride honestly because it was all just a big blur from coming back to, uh, to india in may and then starting a job straight off in uh, october the moment uh, things had opened up after lockdown so i would say very fortunate it's not as uh, easy as that to get a job uh, especially in strength and conditioning in india um but um, again 
my advice would just be for anyone who is looking to do it just be positive keep applying um and then try and pick up as much experience as you can wherever it is initially it might be in terms of internships in terms of um uh doing one on ones or just uh, training online especially now during the pandemic but um pick up experience that's the best way to go yeah right i think that kind of really leads into my next question because uh you know now that you've been doing this for a while i think you understand that you know there are certain traits and skills that you need to be in this career and given the fact that we've seen so many pro sports leagues like you know now the volleyball league that you're a part of is, is something new and exciting so there's clearly a lot of scope for more strength and conditioning coaches and and coaches in general right so what would you say are the skills and talents and i'd say like disposition that people need for for a job like this tough one to answer like there's so many things but um, i think the first thing is uh, especially as a coach you need to be willing to put in the hard work and work really hard and you know just really grind um right days are long um i these days i sort of start work at 6:30 in the morning i finish at about 5 pm then if i've got to train myself that's another hour or two so it's a solid 12 hour day and um, again it's only because i enjoy doing it and also i know that this is a grind and this is uh, what will help me go, get to where i want to be um that uh, and that's what you really have to be prepared for i think it's one of those jobs that seems uh, and i tell a lot of people this it seems really cool from the outside but once you start doing it once you start doing it uh, for days and days and months and years that's when i think i mean i say years i've only been doing it for a year and a half but uh, once you do it for a while that, that that's when you really get to know what it takes um, and why you need to work hard again is because see if you uh, sport these days is so competitive you want your athletes to perform at the top level it means they've got to put in that many hours a day and if they've got to put in that many hours a day you've got to be out there with them um because if you can't put in that much time there's no way you can expect your athlete to do it so that's the first thing i think another thing that i think um, again like like we just spoke about is you need to be open to new experiences new things um because there isn't always a very uh, clearly defined trajectory for your career in this sort of uh, field um there's it's not like a corporate job where you know the promotion the you can see the promotion you can see the career uh, path that follows um often there are you often you don't always have a permanent role um you move from one project to the other uh, so you need to be open to new things uh, like for example here I'm, i've um, come on a two month gig uh, with the kochi blue spikers in this uh, prime volley league that's going on right now um again it's something new something that um, uh, it's a sport that i haven't worked with before now but again something that i was clear about was that i want to try and uh, look at and experience what it's like to do snc with different sports so obviously i will go back to my role at uh, rbta uh, but um, it's something that i think is very very important being open to new things uh, open to new opportunities because those will keep coming up uh, the third thing is i think you need to be really passionate about sport like um, i see a lot of people who are passionate about fitness about working out at the gym um and i get a lot of questions typically about whether um, you know i can start coaching at 
um, that in academy or uh, coaching athletes. Like, I think the big difference is that coaching athletes is very performance driven. Um, it's it's you need to actually be passionate about sport and about getting and about understanding the new sports because um, nobody's. Uh, no SNC coach can be, you know, an expert at all sports. But uh, you need to have a passion for learning about new sports, um, getting really getting involved and getting deep into the sport and understanding it, um, whatever that may be, whatever your athlete may be playing. Often, I think I feel like people think that if I'm good at working out, I can be a good coach. Doesn't work like that. Um, you could be the best athlete, the fittest person in the world. It doesn't matter. You need to be. Um, you, need to be, you need to enjoy coaching athletes, being around the sport, um, learning about the sport. And yeah, that's the last thing. It uh, brings me to my last point, which is you need to be open to learning all the time. Uh, learn, learning from anyone, learning wherever you are and never stopping that process because um, you, the moment you stop learning as a coach, again, again, there's something that I feel, the moment you stop learning, you stop becoming a better coach. So especially in SNC, it's also a field that um, there are so many advances on a daily basis in technology, in the science, uh, in research, uh, in the field, that every day there's a new paper about um, something new that's come up in SNC. So um, if you're not willing to uh, actually get in there, grind and learn every day along with um, whatever you're putting into practice, um, it's very difficult to be a new coach in. Yeah, that's really fascinating. And there's also a, a huge role of um, certification. Uh, there's a, there's an aspect of certification, uh, which I think, you know, a lot of our listeners would want to know about that. What kind of uh, certifications, are, you know, are still required despite your master's degree or besides it? And how do you go about identifying what you need? And, you know, can you tell us a bit about that? There's no real right answer to this. Um, see, essentially, you need to look at it as certification is what enables you or what certifies you to start coaching. Yep, because, I mean, I still don't believe that you should be coaching unless you're certified or you've got the ability and knowledge to start coaching. So I think certification basically is that. Um, when you talk about that in the master's degree, again, see, uh, the master's degree is not a 100% requirement. Uh, that was something, that is something that um, uh, I did to, because I found my situation and my, where I was at that particular point in time to pick up the sort of learnings, knowledge base and experience that I wanted. Um, so, but again, I would say that the purpose of whatever you're doing certification wise needs to be first to build that knowledge base and build on your understanding of the subject and secondarily to help you start or get your foot in the door. Uh, but again, uh, it can't be the be all and end all of it. Like I also see a lot of over fixation on, if I, if I can say that on certification where uh, people say, you know, I'm, I've done this, I've done that. Like some of the best coaches I know have no certification and some of them um, have all of the certifications. So, and especially um, um, uh, being someone who, um, 
uh, has uh, done a lot of the certifications i've done uh, like a cscs uh, which is the probably the gold standard for strength and conditioning certification um and a master's degree a uh, msc in sports performance uh, again um, i i'd um, i'd say that it's still like i wouldn't rate it as that uh, rated very highly or anything like that because at the end of the day the work that you do and uh, the amount of effort you put in after you get the certification is what will take you forward and i think that's just like how it is in any in any field really your uh, beyond the first job or so your it's your work that um, dictates what um, i mean how good you are as a coach or what the next role or whatever that uh, you get will be right and uh, well, i think you've pretty much covered everything that we wanted to talk about with that um so before we wrap it up is there anything else you feel that we haven't talked about that you want to add maybe some advice to those getting into the field or something um first of all uh, again i don't know if i'm the right person to give too much advice because um i'm always looking for advice from other people still um i'm still learning so much first i think first and foremost especially when you're trying to get into this like i think too many people try to follow what other people have done i think first thing is just find what works best for you i think i've already said this a couple of times for your specific situation where you are right now and where you want to be look at those things very very clearly and then take a decision on what certification what job uh, where to apply which country stuff like that um like a foreign education is not always the answer um neither would i say that um, grinding and working in this country is always the answer if your goal for example is to go abroad and work um the other thing is um uh make lots of mistakes uh make mistakes uh because uh, but also make sure that the mistakes you make are your own mistakes or uh, the biggest mistake you can make that you probably shouldn't is um again like i said try, doing something that somebody else tells you to and then regretting it later um so i've made a lot of mistakes i'm going to continue to make a lot of mistakes um but again the what will like really keep me going is knowing that those are my mistakes and that I'll keep learning from them um and yeah i think like i said just be open to new experiences and stay true to your cause that that's that's my advice for uh, anyone else again uh don't don't take it too seriously i'm just starting out <laughs> no i mean even if you're starting out i think you've done a fantastic job so far and i think it's definitely a very inspiring journey right given the fact that you graduated in the middle of the pandemic and how you went so uh, thank you for that dhruv very inspiring uh, thing to hear from you and your story and i'm sure that's something that a lot of people will be interested in um so yeah thanks for your time thanks krishnaraj for joining us and uh, we will see you next week